Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Welcome to FIO on the Air. Eric Davidson from Eventure joins us again uh, on our series on insurance for festivals and events. Today we're going to talk about liquor liability. Um, it's probably one of those coverages or um, elements of our events that scare us the most. Uh, it's probably one of the highest yeah, it, uh, it, causes for concern or yeah, risks uh, yeah. out there. Talk a little bit about liquor liability and its importance. So liquor liability, it is in combination with your general liability. Um, it's For the insurance companies, they want to just make sure that, one, it's whether or not you're actually serving it, um, who's serving it, are you in charge of it, or is a third-party company in charge of it? So say you're bringing in like a brewery. Um, uh, and then they're serving their alcohol. But whether or not, if there is liquor on site, you want to make sure liquor liability is included in your policy. Um, don't don't rely on another company carrying their own insurance. Always always cover your own back. But yes, liquor liability. There is always the issue with you know people drinking and driving. Um, once people start drinking, that's when fights happen um, or or altercations. Or it's it, it just makes everything more complicated usually. But yeah, it can be added to your commercial general liability policy. Really, all they want to know is revenues. Make sure that the servers are smart served. Does open up a door for more claims for sure. And and the thing is, as you said, if liquor is being served at your event, whether you're serving it or not, whether it's a third party that is handling everything from security to service to cleanup to, yeah. you're still responsible and liable. Yeah. If something happens in yeah. that process. Because most times what's going to happen is if, if a claim does come through, say it's ABC Brewery that is uh, serving it, and a claim comes through, let's just say, for example, um, someone is drinking, gets in the car, drives home, injures someone. The lawyer, if, if the lawyer's worth their salt, what's going to happen is they're going to name everyone involved. The brewery, the, the, the host of the event, whether or not you're actually liable, you're still going to have legal costs involved. Um, now, if you are serving it, then obviously that, that brewery is no longer there. They're not going to go after um, XYZ Brewery because you had their products there. If you were in charge of it, they're just a manufacturer. They wouldn't bring them on in. What, but if, what if you had liquor sponsors? So, for example, that Molson was one of your sponsors. Uh, they're not there serving their yeah. products there, but they're on your marquee. Yeah. As an event sponsor, does that hold them liable or? I would push as no. Again, it, it are they serving or no? Um, if they're not serving and you are 100%, you're just purchasing their product. It's like going out and buying. So um, regardless of sponsorship. Yeah. Or? So say, say you go out and you buy an iPod and you're raffling it off and you're saying, oh, this is sponsored by Apple. And something happens, someone's not going to go and sue Apple because their product was there. If they were, if an Apple employee was there and they cause damage, then yes, they would probably go after that company as well as who's holding the event. It all depends on who's serving it. But at the end of the day, if if you are not serving it and you're hosting the event, you will be brought in to the, to the legal battle. And your your premiums for liquor liability, are, they're, they're substantial, right? Yeah. I mean, depending yeah. on the size of your event and yeah. how many bars, how many people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's one of those things, like I said, it, as soon as you introduce liquor into into an event, things get complicated. People, w- whether or not they have a lot of alcohol or a little bit, 
their attitude changes, they change, um, their decisions will change. Um, and it, it does create a bigger exposure. And it, it goes past just the grounds. It goes to, do they get in their vehicle? Do they, are they walking home? Because um, if something happens outside and they say, well, I was just at, you know, ABC event here and they overserved me, guess who they're coming back to? So it, it, and that's the issue is liquor just doesn't stay at the grounds. It goes past. And we're going to break this down to what's your responsibility behind the bar, what's your responsibility in front of the bar. But it, to be clear, somebody coming to your event could have just spent the afternoon at a tavern with their friends on a deck and, and are right. one drink away from yep. being blottoed. Yep. <laughs> and those nine drinks that they might have had yep. on the patio are now your responsibility that's if right. you've let them in the door. That's right. And that's where it really comes down to the service because they're your front line. Um, and if, again... They have to be smart serve. They have to be able to identify. So say, like for that example, someone comes from a bar and they come up to the bar and, you know, they are totally plastered and they go, hey, I want another beer. That server has to be able to identify that they've drank too much and cut them off. If they cause an issue, you know, make sure there's a supervisor available to support that server. And at that point, if you have two people supporting each other, and if that person goes and is all angry and gets in their car and drives home, they can both say, we did not serve them. No one here served them. And then it's really, it's your word against his, but at least it gives you a defense when you do go to court. Now, if you're a first time event, you're just a startup. Um, is your insurance policy for liquor, if you've got is liquor as a component, is it going to be much higher than somebody that's been around for five years that has a track record or how does, how does that work? So it's uh, yes and no. Um, they will take it into account, but for the most part, they want to see again, are your servers trained? Or if you say we have five servers and none of them have smart serve, they probably won't even give you the coverage. The, the having um, smart serve is a requirement. It's actually a question on the application. So you want to make sure that, one, everyone is trained. You're not getting Jimmy and Joe serving Bob over here alcohol. The experience behind it really is not so much have you run the uh, event before, but the people at the bar, their experience. Now, to get your liquor liability, I guess, first and foremost, you have to have an SOP. You have to have a license to serve alcohol. Yes. And to get that license, you have to have a whole security plan. So, I mean, the AGCO pretty they don't just hand these things out no. they don't just sell them no uh it's quite an intensive purpose yeah. to go through that yeah is, is that part of the process for you guys is that you want to see that sop or that well the the sop like for example you don't even have to be a, a festival or event say you're running a um uh yeah like a stag and doe exactly that's that's the process you have to go through and that's through the llbo or the liquor LCBO. And, yeah the lcbo and Actually, you can do it online now. Um, yeah, and they send you out all the documents, and you have to get it signed by the fire department and things like that. And I actually went through it for my own bash, or, uh, stag and doe, and it, it is quite a process, and they make it quite a process because they want to make sure that you know what you're doing and you're going through all the steps. And then once you get that number, that number is required to for get your, your liquor. liquor liability. So you have to take step one, yeah. then you take step two, then you have to make sure you follow your steps because you never know. The liquor board may show up. They may say, okay, show me your certificate and make sure, oh, I got, oh, you got your insurance. Okay, good. Check, check. And they look around. Is anyone underage? Things like that. And that's always the, the risk is the bigger events, I can almost 
assure you someone from the liquor board will show up the smaller events maybe not but that's always the risk is someone's going to show up and they can shut you down on the spot and that you do not want because that's a lot of profits out the door so we've got eric davidson in the studio today we're talking from event insurance sorry uh and we're talking about liquor liability we're going to go behind the bar and what your responsibilities are there when we come back on feel on the air Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie, at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. Feel on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. We're back in the studio with Eric Davidson from Event Insure. Okay, Eric, let's go behind the bar. Uh, you're running an event. Yep. Um, you're, the bar is yours. Yep. What are your responsibilities from behind the bar point of view? So behind the bar, like I said earlier, experience, make sure you have competent servers, um, uh, male or female, doesn't matter. The, you want to have at least, the importance is having enough servers, an adequate number, sorry, is probably a better way of putting it, for the number of people who are coming. If you have two servers and you have 100,000 people, they're going to be rushed, they're going to make mistakes, um, they're not going to be looking at IDs constantly. And then at the same time, you want to have a supervisor or someone who's been in that situation several times to be able to support them in the event that there is an altercation or something, something happens. Um, so again, starts with the people. Other than that, you want to make sure that it's clean. You don't want, you know, beer bottles rolling around in the back or cups or uh, lemons on the ground with people slipping on. Um, all your kegs and your cash. Sorry, let's start with all the beer, whether it's bottles or kegs keep them out of reach of the patrons don't let them reach over or even close to being able to reach over and grabbing them um, if it is a keg or the co2 canisters make sure that they're strapped down because the winds last week if those winds were going on um, i'm sure some of those co2 canisters would tip over so you want to make sure those are secured um, depending on what the floor is like anti-slip floors you can't have your servers falling all over the place. They need to be focusing on serving their patrons and focusing on their job. Um, those are the little things that you can that you can really focus on. Um, and I'm, I'm sure from the behind the bar, that's where you're talking about your risk management to your yeah. safety and security plan. And security yeah. is a big part of a liquor license. Yeah. I mean, whether it's off-duty police officers or um, a security firm that's brought in. Yeah to police the event for you. Yeah. I mean, you're all part of the same team. and Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the, what we always recommend, and I think it's becoming more common is not having a cash transaction at the bar itself, but having a separate booth where you sell tickets. Um, and it, it gives you a, a two point process at that point where people go up buy the tickets and they give them their ID. Those people can judge whether or not they are of age, if that ID is fake or real or what have you, um, or if it is actually the person. And then they can go up to the bar with those tickets. And then that's another point. If that bartender, again, they are the ones serving, they are the one who has to make the final decision, they have the ability to ask for that ID again. You see the commercials through the LCBO, like, or when you walk in, is this person 25 years old? 
nowadays it's tough to tell there's counties in Florida that they ask everybody. You can yeah. be 85. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, just their policy. That's right. You can you can follow the same rules. And even when you go to like, for example, the ACC, they say you know we ask under 25 or we ask under 30. Um, same thing with the beer beer store. They request ID under 25. So I would say follow that rule. Ask every single person every single time they come up. So it, or say you know 25 and under. We're asking. And if you ask them one time. And they give it to you. The next time they come up, ask for it again. Again, you get that at the ACC too. I could go up and you know get a beer, come back and get another one, and they're gonna ask me. I'm like, I was just here. <laughs> like you, you recognize my face. But the thing is, is when you have a hundred thousand people coming through, you're not looking and connecting the faces every time. You're you're focused on are they of age? Okay, yes, check and move on to the next spot. And I think the other important thing is that, as you said, you know, depending on the size of your event, you're pretty sure that the uh, AGCO is going to show up with yes. an inspector. Um, I would guarantee that, you know, especially yeah. for bigger events. And yeah. they're going to be there all the time. Yeah. They're going to pull people from outside to come in and check yeah. your events. Yeah. Uh, the importance of the AGCO, I think, is to make sure that you have a relationship with your inspectors. Um, unfortunately, you know, liquor laws are a little bit ambiguous and can mm-hmm. be interpreted differently. Mm-hmm. And they can be interpreted differently by individual inspectors. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you could have three inspectors in town, two of them interpret yeah. things one way and the other's different. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to know these things and um, they are very good at meeting with you and, you know, walking you through the process. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times with some scare tactics, yeah. <laughs> rightly or wrongly, but yeah. uh, it yeah. never hurts to have in the back of your mind what might happen if. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I'll be the first one to say, I don't know every single law there is out there. I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) Um, But if you do have questions about what you are allowed to do and what you aren't allowed to do, give them a call. I'm sure their people there would be more than willing to help you out or answer any questions. Um, Or if you have specific questions and you don't want to call and you want to make an anonymous call if you want, so you don't bring any attention to yourself, then you can even ask your broker to give them a call. Have a list of questions. Um... They, they can give you give them a call for you and get all the answers and email it back to you. But if, if you are calling, you're not trying to hide anything. You're trying to better yourself, really, at the end and of the you day. You know what? And it's all due diligence, right? I That's mean, the, right. Other, the other thing is if you're, if you're a bigger festival and, you, and liquor is an important part of your success, yeah. invite the inspectors out to your meetings. Have a servers and, and uh, waiters meeting that you yeah. know, they go through the process of what what they're looking for, what you need to cut. Make sure that your grassroots staff know that's right. what is out there because they're the ones that are going to be that's right. holding you liable and accountable for yeah. it. Yeah, no, they're they're more than willing to come on out and sit down with as you as you plan your event as as well. Um, and if you if you want your broker to be there for whatever reason, by all means, um, make, like you said, make sure your servers there, make sure their supervisors are there, employees, volunteers, if you want. It, it's all a checklist. Make sure that you're. It's a bit like you're running a business here. It's 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 not uh, something to joke around about because the implications of making a mistake on on the good side would be just getting shut down. On the bad side would be someone underage getting overserved, getting in a car, driving home, and injuring someone, or um, killing someone, or killing someone. Uh, even worse. Yeah, exactly. So um, you want to try and mitigate every single potential outcome. And at the end of the day, worst case Ontario, make sure you have li- a liquor liability coverage. Worst um, case, I mean, I mean, you know what? We're such a nanny state, right? Yeah. I mean, you can go back so many layers of 
had a drink at my friend's house. They're yeah. responsible. I had a drink yeah. at bar A. They're responsible. Yeah. You know, at what point does the individual become responsible for that's right. right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Sad that that's the state we're in, but that's the state. No, we're I in. know. And that's the thing is, lawyers go, okay, I can make a million bucks off this. You know, let's sue everyone involved and see what sticks. Eric Davidson's in the studio today from Event Insure. We're talking liquor liability. Uh, we've been behind the bar. When we come back. We're going to go in front of the bar and see what front of house staff and, and things you should think about as you're putting your risk management strategy together around liquor liability. Back in just a minute with Theo on the air. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. Theo on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. We're back. Eric Davidson is joining us from Event Insure. Eric, um, now we're going to move out in front of the bar and, and some of the responsibilities for um, festivals, events, yep. and liquor liability, things that you have to think about out in front of the bar. Yeah. So many, many festival events, they may have uh, like, a, like a bar area or a sectioned off area um, where you need to show ID to get in or, or it's just uh, an enclosed area. Some have it, you can walk anywhere with your alcohol. Um, so the, the, the one is more or less crowd control. Don't have, uh, your ticket sales for alcohol right beside a, uh, the bar, you know, spread it out a little bit, get the people moving around. Um, and then also the bar itself don't have a small little bar. If you have, you know, a hundred thousand people showing up, um, make it a little bit bigger, give them several lines. It'll keep people happier. Um, not having to wait in a line that's, you know, 500 people long. Um, cause what happens is they get in line, they get their beer, they go get another ticket, they get back in line and it's, just, they're not really enjoying the event. And then they start getting angry. Um, other than that, the, the big thing is, uh, making sure that it's clutter free, having volunteers or employees or what have you. Um, it could be picking up cups. It could be changing out the garbages. The worst going to events, I hate walking by and trying to, trying to balance a cup into the garbage. Um, make sure it's clean uh it it just sets a better vibe it keeps people happy and then also if you are using a third-party security company make sure they're reputable don't 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 hire some guy who's you know him and three buddies who used to be bouncers at a bar um you know make sure you get whether it's off-duty cops or actual police officers there because if there is an altercation and something happens you need someone to be able to escort them off the Yeah, and a lot of times you need a combination of both. You need that security and you need the the law enforcement uh, angle of it. Yeah. Um, And and you you touched on an important thing, and that's the customer experience. And and the more lineups you go through, the more aggravated you get. And and this is what I always say when I'm talking to event planners and is think of your experience from getting out of your car to getting into an event. Every yeah. lineup you go through is aggravating. Yeah. So make them pleasant. Make them have yeah. something going on. As you said, spread them out. But more importantly, with your security company, they're part of that exposure. And, and a lot of times, 
they're the first people you meet coming yes. into event. They're checking IDs. Yeah. And so if they don't have to be gruff and scrappy. That's right. They can be they pleasant. Yeah. They don't have to be that intimidating. Experience. That's right. They don't have to be six eight with a mohawk. <laughs> exactly. And or they can be six they eight can with be, a mohawk yeah, as long it. as they're pleasant. That's right. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? They have a job to do, and sometimes that that slips, and that's understandable. But a lot of times, they're also your last impression as that's you're right. leaving an event. So that's I mean, right. they have as far as customer experience goes. It's important to work with your security, yeah. your wait staff, yeah. your ticket counters and everything yeah. to make sure that they think of that customer experience through the process. Not forgetting about your legal liabilities and your insurance yeah. and your responsibilities as a management of the yeah. event or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times if like well run events, you have uh, security guards walking around. It, it could be as simple as them just, you know asking how, how the night's been going because when they ask you that it's sometimes it's in you know actually wanting to know how your night is going sometimes it's to see if you've been overserved. if you answer back and you're mumbling and stumbling all over the place it could be them saying okay you know this is proof that you've been overserved. before it goes any further we're going to remove you from the from the premises Another thing is make sure you have options on rides to get home. Have signs, you know, this is the taxi phone number or to have you download the Uber app. Here's uh, instructions on how to download the Uber app. Security is one thing, but like I said, if they remove you from the premises, you've already been overserved. There's a, you've already caused an issue. Now you're angry and on the streets. And it's your responsibility to get them home safely. That's right. That's right. So if just make sure that they, the security company knows that, okay, if you remove them from the, the, the premises, are they just going to take their keys out of their pocket and get in the car? Because that's another, that's, that's a bad issue or that, that's a well, and, problem. And that's part of the liability is right, right? Like that's if right. that person leaves your event, you yep. get them what you perceived was home safely. That's right. Your taxi drops them off at their yeah. house, sees him get into his house. Yeah. If that person leaves their house, there's still That's your responsibility. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> at, the, at, a, at a point, it's it's at a point the uh, the courts will start seeing. Okay, did he get home? Yes, because a lot of these events are day events. Um, let's not talk about night events, but yeah, okay, they're day events. They get home dinner time or a little after. Do they go back out? Maybe. Who knows? But if if you have a sequence of events, you know, you got him out of there. The taxi driver drove him home. The court's going to say, okay, let's, let's try and piece this together here. And then if he got home and he went back on out, you can make a pretty good uh, argument that it was no longer your, your problem. But if he got back out and got back into your event and kept going, that's another issue in itself. Because all, some, all things to think about, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because sometimes they just tell the taxi driver, oh, yeah, just take me around the block. I'll go to a different entrance of the place. So you can probably go on and on about liquor liability. Eric, if, if you had a closing message to send to the festival and events world, what, what would it be on liquor liability? I would say if you are serving liquor at your event, make sure you have liquor liability on your policy. Don't trust that the company who is serving it has adequate coverage at the end of the day you got to cover your own back so make sure it is covered and then work with your broker to add in extra risk management strategies to mitigate it so that you don't have to use that coverage again you're paying for it yes i know it's it's a tough one to bite but at the end of the day you don't want to use it because if you do get a liquor liability claim it's going to be very very hard getting coverage in the future whether or not you can even run that event anymore. Um, 
So yeah, the risk management strategy behind liquor is probably more important than the actual than the actual coverage itself. Eric Davidson from Inventinsure. We've been talking liquor liability. Um, thank you, Eric. Uh, next time we come back on uh, Few on the Air, we're going to talk about vendors insurance and the importance of that. Thank you for listening today. I'm Dave McNeil. This is Feo on the Air. Thanks for listening to Feo on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. 